the coach of Rapanorama for Super Coach Purposes, PLT for round 22. We're really coming down to the end of Super Coach now. Final moves for teams are being made, and I guess we're really going to see, I'd expect, the people that have held trades come home with a wet sail, and the ones that have run out, you know, most likely, we see carnage every week this year in Super Coach in one way or another. Um, probably come home a little, you know, sh- struggle on Struggle Street. Uh, but we'll see how we go. Um, look, we will look at the teams for the round. I'll look at the most bought and sold and give my two cents on that. I'm really in a conundrum because I've got Cleary sitting there. I wanted to wait for week one of the um, no Cleary weeks um, for till the end of the year. I wanted to have a look at that re- round 21 and see who sort of stuck their nose out. I know the Dearden updated nicely, I think, to 70 Sean O'Sullivan was good with a 70, but the two that I was keen on was Hughes, who obviously got injured, um, and DCE, who sucked ass. So it's a really hard choice for me, I guess. I want to go through and sort of give an idea. We'll probably cover those sorts of things in the most traded in. Um, how I'm sort of leaning, I guess, um, for those. We'll answer some of the other decent questions that I've sort of um, seen around the traps and the old socials, and we'll look at... Um, you know, maybe sit starts and VC and C's to finish off. It was really interesting, actually. I mean, we'll start off with how I'm going uh, overall after the last week of Super Coach, and then I've actually had a query to the old socials: How's the Mrs. Team going? Because obviously, her and I have a bet going that if she finishes higher than me in the year, I'll give her a month of massages um, every day. <laughs> so, you know, there's a lot on the cards. Um, I'll let you all know that she outscored me last week. She scored a 1,475, a ripping score. Um, but I finished with a 1,448. That actually saw me go up 59 ranks. So I'm into 225th overall. I'm okay with that. It's hard going up the top, eh? I want to get to the top 100, but I just don't think I want to get there this year unless I do know some of the ownership numbers um, you know for trades and who they've had out and stuff in the top team so maybe if I play my cards right in the last rounds I can get into the top 100 um, as for the girlfriend her 14.75 last week saw her get up to a season rank of 19,388 now that's a good piled 19,200 or 100 spots behind me. So I think I'm pretty safe for the massages. Don't worry, guys. I'll give her a massage here and there. Um, But she has trades up her sleeves to the tune of uh, four trades. And so she can trade really nicely, I guess, till the end. And maybe she'll come home with a wet sail. And I think for her, you know, maybe she'll finish in the top 10,000 if she plays her cards right. But she, she went up last week. 3,637 ranks with her 1475. So she's going okay. Um, I think I've got it covered though. Um, let's go through and have a look at the teams, um, the basic news from the teams and all the relevant sort of stuff. Um, we'll kick it off with the first game of the round. The first game of the round on the Thursday night is going to be the Penrith Panthers versus the Melbourne Storm. Uh, look, a little bit of the shine off this contest is probably, you know, there because of players out. Obviously, the, we know that there's um, Cleary, Luai and Kikau, you know, out of the uh, Penrith Panthers and the Storm have lost a bunch of um, decent players as well. So, 
you know, there could be, it'd be hard to play a lot of your players, I think, and we they're highly owned, I think, you know, Melbourne Storm and Penrith Panthers players. So it could be a tricky old round, I think, just judging by this first game of the round. Um, look, the changes for the Penrith Panthers is going to be James Fisher-Harris. We mentioned that on the Sunday night pod that he was going to take a couple of weeks off um, suspended. Um, he's going to be replaced in the front row by Matt Eisenhuth. Now, I um, we were worried about Kikau and whether he was going to make it back for this week with that hip injury. He's been listed in the reserve, so he's in the 22. I imagine that he's probably not 100% and they're just doing it day by day. And he's obviously got to... You know, if he, if he gets through the captain's run, I would expect that he probably comes in. So that's going to be relevant for people. He's pretty decently owned, kick out. Uh, I think, you know, um, it's not a bad matchup. I, I, I'd i be, if I was a kick out owner, just because of his ceiling, I guess the ceiling is a bit of a worry with no Luai and Cleary. It certainly hasn't been great for the, the edges, has it? Um, in the Penrith Panthers, I played um, Toal last week and I ended up getting Targo as my AE for 30s, which is really disappointing. They were underscored, by the way. I would have won 9 out of 10 bloody um, leagues last week if they scored properly, the bloody scorers. Um, but, look, so that's that's the changes there for the Penrith Panthers. Um, over to the Melbourne Storm. Munster. It was so great. VC looped him last week for myself. Um, he's back to 5'8 this week because Nick Meany is back and he's into the one. I, I really hope people held Nick Meany. I haven't looked at the figures, um, I, but I encouraged people last week not to panic trade him because, you know, a goal-kicking fullback for the Melbourne Storm um, is good stuff usually. Um, we know Pappenhausen, uh, he's not quite as good as him, but... I just thought, well, with trades at a premium, I expected they, the news that I'd heard was only a week, maybe two at the max, and he is back in the team this week. Um, Cooper Johns is going to shift to the halfback spot um, because Jerome Hughes is out for a couple of weeks. Um, Jerome Hughes, the most traded in player this uh, last week, it was. You know, it's a real blow for Supercoach at this pointy end of the season to lose somebody like Jerome Hughes. I'm probably going to play it one of two ways. If I've got trades, two rounds is a lot to wait and you could lose your head-to-head finals by sitting somebody of that caliber of a position in the halfback position. And a lot of people are probably still holding Cleary. You might have copped a Hughes as well, or maybe you traded Cleary to Hughes. I don't know. But the other course of action is if you're low on trades, Hold him. He's going to be two weeks, and hopefully when it comes to, you know, head-to-head GFs and finish the year, he could be a nice warm body for you. You know, if you're one or two trades, I think you're probably going to just hold him. But if you have, you know, more than that, I'd probably be inclined to trade with it being a couple of weeks. Uh, Olam's going to be back in uh, from his COVID out. It's going to be tournament Pia out to the reserves. I thought he was pretty good, young young Tonomo Pia, um, last week. He's out into the reserves. Um, Felice is out again, um, and Tom Eisenhuth is going to start in the back row, so that means Chris Lewis is going to come in on the bench. Um, yeah, this is going to be a tie one, I think. I think that, um, you know, the Penrith Panthers, they weren't... You know, they got the job done pretty comfortably against the Raiders, but, you know, the players that we all own are these Targos, these Mays, these <laughs> Kickows, uh, the Tottles, and, you know, they are such a great team. You know, there's a lot more up the middle last week, and it didn't quite get out to the edges. 
Uh, I think that Meany back is is a good thing, but it, I don't think it balances out the Hughes out. Um, it's going to be a tough, tough game, I think, and I, I really favour probably Cameron Panthers. You take another star out of that Storm team. I think they could get by with Hughes and Munster and Meany at the back. You take Hughes out. It's another one, you know, on top of the Pappenhausen loss. Um, you know, but uh, I think it'll be a good match. Uh, moving on, it's going to be the Warriors taking on the Canterbury Bulldogs. Violia is back, so he's going to go into centres, uh, and Arcee um, is going to come out of the side. Um, Aitken's going to go back to the back row. Penny is going to be out of the side, and Egan's going to go back to hooker. Lusick is going to go onto the bench, and Otukolo is uh, back into the reserves, and Curran is back where he should be starting a lock. Uh, so do you get your head around all of that? Um, so it's going to be halves of Arcee and Sean Johnson. I don't. I think they had him in the back line, didn't he? They Arcee last week. But um, look, I think it's the most normal way they've named it for um, a while. But it is a whole bunch of changes because it was a wacky old team last week. Um, over to the Canary Bulldogs. TPJ is out. I mean, he has been going to hell in a handbasket, hasn't he, for scores? Um, it's probably good for um, Max King, who hasn't really... Well, I think he actually updated to 51 last week, so he's okay. And there's going to be a lot of people that are probably, um, you know, going to be without Tuppany. I don't even know. Has he been named? I'm going to go through the list. Um, you know, I think you could probably play Max King now with that news. How's their bench look? They've got... Uh, RFM's going to be into the um, lock position for him, and Harry Edwards is going to come onto the bench. So you've got Docker Clay, Stimson, Harrison Edwards, and Patolo on the bench. I think that really probably reads well for Maxi King for some decent enough minutes. So people who are without Tuppany, I think he could be a weak, uh, you know, we'll wait and see news, but I think you could probably play Max King. Um, on to um, the next game. It's going to be the Parramatta Eels versus the um, South Sydney Rabbitohs. There's two of these games where I feel like they could cancel each other out. Although, um, unlike the first game where I think it could be a bit of a defensive sort of um, mindset type game, this one I think will be attacking. Um, so over to the Eels, uh, Offer Hickey Ogden is going to come onto the bench. Um, Makatoa is going to go off into the reserves. Those are the changes. Um, the big news, I guess, from the Eels is that Maddo has been named. I was worried about Maddo, obviously, with his concussion history, whether he was going to make it into the team. He is named, um, and, you know, that's, that's all very good news to have, being that we've all had a bit of carnage to deal with in recent times. Um, yeah, so there you go. I think that could be a nice attacking game. Um, you know, I think that that's a good lineup there. Obviously, no Moses yet, but I thought Jacob Arthur did his job job quite well and and gutho was absolutely amazing last week as well so um you know i think they'll be good again the eels this week uh over to the bunnies selle is going to re- return he's going to start up front in the prop position with saluka fafita out of the 17 um that looks like the only change um yeah, I mean, I think I'd be comfortable playing both my Eels and Rabbitohs, even though this could be a game where, you know, it's a tight tussle. I still think it'll be a nice attacking game. Um, over to the Roosters versus the Cowboys. Another tight matchup, I think, personally, at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Um, over to the Roosters. Egan Butcher is going to come into the interchange bench for Ben Thomas. Those are the only changes. Look, I really think the Chooks are warming up 
I think, um, look, the Raiders have a soft draw home. They've got no coach this week because they're bloody <laughs> lunatic. The old weak gutted dog comments. But I'd really like to see the Roosters get there. I think they could shake a lot of teams above them personally. I think that they can level up. And I like the move um, of Sam Walker to the seven and Luke Keary to the six. Um, we saw a quiet game from Manu last week as well. Um, obviously, you're going to play him this week, but I don't know if I feel... I mean, he will not be hugely captained, I'd imagine. Um, and, or, you know, VC'd maybe people favour Teddy um, this week. But we saw some good scores last week out of Angus Crichton and Nat, Butch, Nat Butcher in the second row, um, which was good to see from some... Well, it was particularly with Angus Crichton, uh, premium guns returning to um, form. I think they're warming up. Uh, the Chooks, personally. Uh, over to the North Queensland Cowboys, McLean is back. So he's going to come in off the bench and Jake Granville moves out. That's really good news uh, for Robson. Robson's a star. He gets the full 80 when um, there's no Granville in the team. Um, and that's good stuff. That's what we want to hear. Um, Ruben Cotter is going to start um, as well in the front row um, with JTB on the bench. Should be a really good game, this one. I really... Um, that's that's some ripping games. I mean, look, the Cow... The Warriors versus the back, the Bulldogs is probably a bit lower quality, although they've been good to watch, the Bulldogs. But the first game, um, the Eels game against the Rabbitohs and that um, Roosters-Cowboys game, it's going to be a ripping start to the round. It means the end of the round is going to be awful, doesn't it? Uh, so over to the next game, it's going to be the West Tigers versus the Cronulla Sharks. Um, up in Tanworth, uh, it says. Um, Stafford Toa is going to move to the wing because Ken Marlowe is out injured. I think it was a PCL. Um, Roberts is going to come in at centre for Stafford Toa. Um, Musgrove is named at prop. Uh, Offen Gowie is going to go to lock and Pole is going to go back to the bench. I was all keyed up, not that I played him, um, but Pole played lock last min- week and only got 20-something minutes, still scored 30-something points. I think he's probably better off the bench getting 40 minutes, so that's probably something that's better, in my opinion. Um, over to the Cronulla Sharks, Lachlan Miller is going to replace Tracy, who was knocked out hard last week, um, and we haven't got Moylan back yet, so Trindle is going to start at 5'8". Um, Fanukin is going to be back also from suspension. So he's going to start at lock and all you McKinnis owners are spewing because he's going back to the bench. Um, look, you know, I played Mulatalo and I played Talakai last week. This matchup is a good one. You would want to be playing these guys in. We all got these sharks thinking that their run home is beautiful. and This is one of those games, but... We still see Wade Graham named in the second row, and I don't think he passes the ball. So um, it's going to be a real make or break, I think, because you're going to want to play these guys, Mulitalo, Ramian, um, Talakai, against a, a team like the West Tigers. Um, but, you know, are they going to get the ball? I'd probably be tempted on ceiling, you know, to go to Mulatalo. I know that we've seen Talakai score a 160. Scored 25 points last week, and we haven't seen that ceiling since about round six. So I think if I was inclined to play one or the other, I'd probably play Mulatalo. But it is a sweet matchup. 
Um, well, the Tigers have been improved, though, slightly. Um, and, you know, <laughs> it's no slam dunk, particularly with Wade Graham inside of them. Um, over to the Brisbane Broncos versus the Newcastle Knights. Look, the Knights had a win last week and the Broncos are on a slide. It's at home. It's at Suncorp Stadium. I think that the Broncos are going to be looking for a bounce back. Tamari Martin returns at fullback with Tessie New out. Um, I agree with this. Um, I thought Tessie New has had his issues in that team and the Broncos, the last time they looked sensational, it was with Tamari Martin in the fullback position. So um, it was something that was going to happen and I, I agree with it. I think the Broncos look better with him at the back. Um, Brinko Lee is going to replace Dean Mariner in the centres um, and Walters is going to start in the hooker position with Turpin benched. Um, and that's the Broncos. Um a lot of people, well, 2% odd brought in um, Adam Reynolds last week um, and he scored poorly. Um, uh, hopefully you get repaid at home this week with a big score against the Knights um, and a bounce back hopefully from um, the Broncos. Although the Knights had a win last week, so they will probably be buoyed by that. Clune um, is going to come in and replace Clifford in the halves. Um, look, they came, they won last week, although Clifford wasn't really a star, was he? Um, David Clemmer is also back with Jacob Saifidi benched. Um, Mitch Barnett is out um, with Croker starting at lock. What happened? Was Mitch Barnett injured? Is he in the extended squad? No, he must be out injured. Well, it's just a bit of a spew. Um, on to the Canberra Raiders, the coachless Canberra Raiders against the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Look, mathematically, the Raiders are still a chance. They're going to have to win every bloody game, really, to make it in. And it's got to start here. Um, the team is not as good as it was the week before, though, unfortunately, because our absolute star player in Joe Tuppany is out with his ribs. Um, Gula is going to come into the starting side at prop. Uh, and Corey Horsburgh, the red nut, returns on the bench. Xavier Savary is back at fullback. I like that. Um, Hopawadi moves to the wing. Um, and Nick Kotrick is out with suspension. Um, look, it's a big loss, Joe Tuppany, in supercoach terms and in the Raiders terms as well. Um, look, if you had Joe Tuppany, I think with... Um, TPJ out of that dogs team. If Max King is your third, I'd really just hold for a week and play Max King because I, I can't see Joe having more than a week out. I mean, we saw Haas even have a couple of weeks for it. Uh, the Raiders need to win every game. I think maybe a week off is the go. Uh, and look, you could, you know, you could go the old aggressive approach and say, nah, he's worth too much money. But who are you going to go to? Haas? You know, um, IPAP and Hass, Lolo, the, you know, there's not any, any superstar front rowers outside of IPAP. I'd probably just play my backup. That's what the backup's there for because I just don't know if um, Joe is going to be out more than a week. Um, there you go. Over to the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Tarek's gone for the rest of the year. He's finished um, for his tenure at the uh, Red V. Maguire is going to start in the back row in his place with Fuimano um, named on the bench. Um, Billy Burns is on to the interchange. Um, Molo is out um, with his brother Michael Molo named at lock. So those are the changes there. Look, um... I don't know. I think maybe the Raiders could get the job done here, even without their coach, Ricky Stewart. I mean, look, Ricky's a bit of a lunatic too. We'd probably get coached better. 
to be quite honest. Uh, on to the Gold Coast Titans versus the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. Look, the Eagles were up for last week's game, but I just think that they were... Look, I, I, we can't say that they weren't a bit distracted and it hasn't probably affected the team. This is probably a prime matchup because we know the Gold Coast Titans suck. Um, but it is an away game. You will play all of your Manly Sea Eagles players. Uh, and, you know, there's probably a captain option in someone like... Um, Garrick, you know, or if you're really confident that DCE is going to turn the corner after his three wretched scores, uh, you could be real cowboy and go um, DCE. Um, all right, let's have a look at the Titans. Aaron Clark is back at hooker because obviously we lost Booth um, to that horrific injury last week. Um, Isaac Liu is going to go on at lock. Herbert's going to uh, replace Marju uh, on the wing um, with Marju going back to the bench. Those are the changes in there. I mean, hopefully the old Titans are working on, hey, yeah, let's have a play that is David Fafita that isn't a, a decoy. We're going to actually have a play. We're going to work out a play where we run David Fafita. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, how this bloke's a coach. I mean, he's you know he's going to find it hard to get another gig. He's going to need a few years for the bad taste to go out of everyone's mouth. Um, over to the Manly Seagulls. Toff Sipley is going to start at prop with Paseca out of the twenty out of the uh, twenty two altogether. Um, Aloe is going to return on the bench. Um, that's the Seagulls. That's the teams. We'll go off to the most bought and sold, and I'll give my two cents. All righty, we'll kick it off with the most sold players, and the number one on the list, not really a surprise to me, although I can't say I 100% agree with it, Joseph Tuppany. 15.7% um, people selling Joe, big Joe Tuppany. Um, 675500 he's worth. Um, he has been sold by 15.7% of people. I... We're in. A lot of us are in must we must win head to head competitions. We may have only two front rowers, um, and we need to trade. He's. We need to get someone in. I'd be very interested to see um, who people are trading him to um, in the most traded in. I really, you know, in the front row, you know, let's let's have a look. You know, the front front row is a bit of a desolate wasteland, apart from IPAP and and Tuppany this year. And you go down to these other ones. You know, Haas was probably the next best for being able to get a ceiling type score, but he is being traded by the masses. People aren't mucking around at this time of the year. Um, you know, people are doing stuff with their Cleary money. I just think that Joe Tappany could be a week. Um, and if you've got someone like Max King there, save a trade. You might have Joe back next week. That's my opinion. You know, you play um, Max King for a 50 60, you know, and that is more than acceptable. It could be the same as what someone like Hass or Lolo score. Uh, next on the list, number two is Jerome Hughes, um, nine point four. Just as hard as he was traded in last week, he's traded out again. It's going to be a couple of weeks. Um, the Melbourne Storm don't have the easiest draw home. They've got Penrith this week, um, and you know people have got to you know it's you got two spots in that halfback position. One of them's probably Nico Hines. People are going to be getting out Jer get Jerome Hughes onto someone else. Someone else is the question though, because there's nobody else that is really. Um, setting the world alight uh, in the halfback position. But we'll wait and see on the buy-ins, and we'll have a talk about that. But yes, I agree with that. Number three on the list is Isaac Targo. Um, I don't know if I agree with this one. Um, 
we'll see as all the names on the next part of the list are all Panthers. It's a big difference to that team um, attack-wise. I think having Cleary and Luai out of the team, just the lower in quality, you know, Sauce and um, Old Mate. What's his name? I can't believe I'm a Raiders fan and my coach just got you know, sack for a week because of it. Uh, Jamin Salmon, uh, you know, and the ball did not get out to these edges. Targo, May, and Toto, all 30s in the scores. I ended up getting Targo as my AE. But let's have a look at his scores over the last five weeks. 86, 82, 65, 71. And this 36 last week, so the week before when he lost Cleary and they were playing Parramatta 20 uh, with 12 men, he scored a 71. Um, the Four of those five scores are exceptional. You know, they are not just good, they're exceptional in the center wing. So I'm not going to agree with this one. I am worried about them. I would probably be expecting to see May on the list at number three. Um, Targo's worth 562000 which is good money to do something with him, I guess. 4.6% of people selling him. I wouldn't sell him. Personally, I think he could, they could maybe get the ball out to him this week and he could 70 it up again. I, I don't have the luxury in trades to be able to move him on. So I think... You know, is it people getting one bad score and then rage trading? I don't know. Um, Nathan Cleary, 690,600. People who waited last week. I'm one of those people that waited last week. We're moving him on now. I don't even know if I'll do it. I'm just going to see if there's someone I want. Um, You know, I made it through to skip a week. I get the week off in a lot of my head-to-head finals. Buy him up in a couple of dual dies, and it's got to be an option for me to trade. Um... 4.2% 4.2% of people are doing it now, so that's okay. Um, number five on the list is Viliami Kikau, 602,900. He's worth, um, I imagine we're going to see Cameron Murray on the most traded in list. Look, he's in the 22. He could come in. I expect if he gets through that captain's run, he's in. His last five scores, uh, let's have a look at you. Really kicks 47 66 102 57 49. One exceptional score in there. Look, I can get around it, but don't be surprised if he is there someone else you can sell. You know, he's got a ceiling kick out. I think when he comes back in, he's going to find some ball. They need to get it to him because uh, he's an attacking weapon. Um, and that could unlock Targo and May as well because they're definitely going to go that side. If you've got Kikau, Targo and May, they'll get the ball out that way because Kikau is the target. Um, look, I'd be waiting to see if he comes into the team and, you know, well, I hope I see Talakai on the list. You know, you sell him first. Um, but yeah, I look, people are going to be bringing in Murray, I guarantee you. 3.7% of people getting rid of Viliami Kikau. Um, Taylor May, I reckon he's been potentially a sell for a while now, he has started the year as a great, great cheapie. But once he gets up to 500k, it's not really the scores that we need. The last five have been a 47, a 53, a 36, and a 40. You would not have any reason to hold someone who's scoring like that. The scoring is not the greatest. His average for the year now is 62.4. So it's not anything that's going to hurt you really. Um Again, uh, it's how much trades have you got? You know, if you if it could be a luxury trade, but um, I certainly don't think you can play with great confidence against the Melbourne Storm this week. Uh, everyone is sick of waiting for Talakai in his soft matchups. Obviously, he's next on the list. They're up against the West Tigers. They're at home as well. Um, people are selling him. Is it? Are they at home? Where are they playing this? 
Let's have a look. It doesn't say on here anyway, but um, he is being moved on by people. Um, he scored a 25 last week. Look, I did the scoring of that game and they jibbed him 10 points. I would have won my head-to-heads if they'd scored him correctly. Um, but he fished with a 25, which is pretty bad. Let's have a look at his last five. 39, 54, 41, 59, 25. I am not going to get angry at anybody for selling him. What the hell? Look at this this block in here. 108, 59, 114, 165. That was the that was the golden time of owning Talakai. It's that's the kind of own Talakai has been in Supercoach. People are sick of him. They're moving him on 2.8%. I might even play him again this week against the West Tigers. But I mean nothing over the last five weeks says play him. I could lose head to heads by playing him, I think. Um, because he's not going to score a 160, is he? <laughs> it doesn't seem like he's even close to be able to do it with with Wade Graham. Uh, Mitch Moses next on the list, 1.8. We were hoping there was you know conflicting chat about whether he was going to be back this week. He's not. Um, so I think people want to win head to heads. You know, in their halfback spot, they might have had Moses and Hughes. You might have um, lost Moses and Cleary the week before. It's an absolute. It's chaos in the old halfback spot. Last five scores, 100 and, well, 33, 115, 65, 41, 76. A couple of good scores in there, a couple of low ones. And look, if he was named this week, I would say don't move him on, but he isn't. And so people are moving him on. You've got to make these moves. Now it's the end of the year. It's time for you to get yourself up the ladder and not and to be fearless, I guess. If you're in head-to-head finals and you've got the week off, maybe you want to hold if you've got a trade or two so that you can trump your way through to winning your head-to-head leagues. Um, but, you know, if you're trying to just storm at home, you've got to make moves now, I think, if you've got them there. Yeah, Cooler's next on the list, number nine, 1.7% of people selling him. Um, just a tick under 500K. He wasn't good last week with a 36. The week before, it was a 31. The ones before that were an 83, a 100, um, and a 38 before that. So three out of his five scores have been in the 30s. You also had an 80 um, and a 100. It's not a bad matchup this week against the Titans, um, but, you know, two bad scores in a row. People are moving him on. Uh, number 10 on the list is Ezra Mam. People are moving him on. Probably we'll see Munster on the list, won't we? Because he went big daddy score last week. Ezra Mam's been okay. Last five scores, 69, 55, 56, 42, 61. It could be a hell of a lot worse. Um, but people have moved him on, and I, I'm not going to argue with you. I don't really think anything on the list is too bad. Tuppany, I'd be inclined to just play my reserve and wait a week personally. Everyone else I can half understand. I'd probably try to hold Targo because there's four out of his last five scores have been not just good, great. They've been great. So I, those are the ones I disagree with on there. All the rest, go for your life. Um, let's have a look at the most traded in. Number one is Cameron Murray, 12.9%. So people have probably got the jewels. I think they're moving on maybe um, Tuppany and bringing up a, a, a Lolo or they're bringing up a Max King to the front row region and bringing in Cam Murray. He was on 80 points after 18 minutes last week. I'm glad that he slowed it down a little bit in the second half. Um, finished with a big 130. That's his second ton of the year. His last five scores have been an 87, a 53, a 69, an 83, and a 130. You know, um, the 280s and the 130s, nice. A couple of, you know, the 69s are right. He doesn't score badly. He always updates. Oh, grab Cameron Murray. And look, their draw's not um, easy, but and Parra's going to be a hard game away as well, but... I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. 
to him, the draw. Number two on the list is Ruben Garrick. Um, look, he was had a rough old game last week, a couple of defensive errors where he got run around by the old uh, fullback. But last week, Manu failed, Targo failed, Talakai failed, Mulatalo failed, May failed, you know, even Val failed. Everyone failed. And, you know, one of the bright sparks was Garrick in his 74 last week. Now, over his last five weeks, it's been a 58, a 122, a 48, a 47, and a 74. The two scores in there is the 122 and the 74. 48, 47, and 58, three of his five scores are a bit lower than he's been doing um, over the course of this year. It is a good matchup this week. I think he's a captain option. Bring him in. Oh, I've got no problem with it. Um... Latrell Mitchell is next on the list, 3.9%. Um, Latrell went large last week, 152. That's the thing. Um, there's a few players like um, Yamanu, Jatetis, um, Munster, you know, who can go 150 still in the Supercoach game this year. Uh, and Latrell is one of them. Um, look, it'll be a real test for them this week up against Parramatta, who were good last week. It just depends which, well, both of those teams, it depends which one of them turns up, doesn't it? Which Latrell turns up? You know, which South turns up? Which Parramatta's going to turn up this week? Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, but people are bringing him in 3.9%. Two guys who scored 150, basically, last week. You can see why they're on the list. Is it chasing points? In the case of Latrell Mitchell, Cameron Murray, he turned up as well, didn't he? Uh, and Cameron Munster, no, I don't think it's chasing points. Um, in the fullback position, I think, you know, Latrell, Teddy, you know, one of, you know, Garrick, Manu, all of those combos, I think, are the ones, you know, if I had the jewels in the halves and I've got Cleary sitting there, if I had Hines in my fullback, I'd just trade out, you know, I'd trade out Cleary, bring Hines up and happily grab a Latrell Mitchell because, you know, he's got it in him um, if he's plugged into a game to score 100. And I don't think there's anyone that can stop him scoring 100 if he's motivated. Um you know, so there you go. Um, I don't mind it. Although the draw is hard. So, you know, you may not get necessarily 100 this week from him, you know, because it's not an easy matchup. Um, number four on the list is Daily Cherry Evans. So people are moving on Cleary this week at Hughes and they're bringing in Daily Cherry Evans. 3.8% of people are doing it. And I think it's actually really gutsy. He's averaged for the year 66.3, which is good. Um, let's have a look at his last five weeks. 118, 111. It sounds like an absolute, you know, no-brainer. The last three weeks, 31, 46, 32. The last three weeks have been shit. They've been shit. Um, so you are showing some faith in bringing him in. The reason why you're bringing in Munster, why you're bringing in Murray, why you're bringing in DCE is because these guys have a ceiling. DCE has tons this year to the tune of three. Um, and his average of 66 is healthy. Yes, the last three weeks have been um, pretty average. Two of his three games have been against hard opposition, really. Um, Gold Coast Sharks, Canberra Bulldogs. I think it's a bit of a medium sort of draw home. I don't think the Raiders are going to be hard, the Bulldogs and the Gold Coast. So, I mean, it is a move with a little bit of faith. It's going to be a bit of a punt um, because you're hoping for a ton. You know, like he, and if you look at his last five weeks, there's two tons in there. And you'd be like, every day of the week, I'll take someone who's got two tons in the last five games. The last three have been shite. So I understand it. I think that last game of the week um, is a good matchup for them. And if you don't want to go a Gary captain, you could take a punt on DCE. I really hope Manly finish off the year strong. I hope those, you know, I, I thought Ola, Ola was okay, but not great last week. Um, hopefully he bounces back. Hopefully they bounce back. Um, the old Manly Seagulls is in my team list. Was Ford in there this week? I know he got injured last week. Where are they, the teams? I want to go back and have a look. 
and see if foreign is in there. Shall I pause or just do do na 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 na? Foreign's named, so I mean, I don't mind. You know, taking a punt. You're going to take a punt in the halves, and I mean, I'm not going to trade this week most likely because I've made most of my finals. Um, you know, I get the week off, so you know, it'd be nice to see DC go out and absolutely brain it this week, so I can feel a lot more confident of bringing him in. But it is a matchup that you would want to bring him in if you're going to bring him in. You know, it is a way, but it's. The Titans, who, you know, they stink. Um, Payne Haas is next on the list, number five. 3.4% of people bringing him in. I think these are the people selling uh, uh, Tapani. Now, if you had a backup, I wouldn't be doing it personally. The last five weeks from Payne, 58, 105, 59, 65, and a 51. So outside of the 105, it's no good. And you got a 65 last week, which is a pass. Um, there was that one score, otherwise it's 50s, which is what Max King scores. So I don't like it. I just say sit on Tappany for another week. I don't agree with that one. Um, number six on the list is Nicholas Hines. He was good last week. Um, he didn't look like he was outstanding, but he's such an accumulator of points. And he notched up another ton for this year. He's, he's got the most tons, I'm sure. One, two, three, four, five tons for the year. You must have Nico Hines. The last five weeks, 96, 80, 47, 74, 112. Only the one bad score in there. It's a 47. And he tunned up last week. Nice matchup this week. He's a captain option this week for sure against the West Tigers. Um, number seven on the list is Cameron Munster. I think he's a must-have for the run home. Look, they lose Hughes as well. So he has got to be the man this week. It's a hard matchup though. Um, so I think you might see more of a... Um, 70s type. You know, that's what he gets. Last five weeks, 87, 81, 62, 74, 147. It's not beyond him to get a big 147 again, but I think it's more like a 70 this week is my guess from the big mad dog. So I, I think you can get... I, I mean, I am not going to tell anyone not to get Nico Hines or Cam Munster. I'm not going to tell anyone not to get Latrell Mitchell, Ruben Gary Book or Cameron Murray. Daily Cherry Evans is a punt. Hass, I think, is replacing Tappany, and I don't agree with it. Um, number eight on the list is Isaac Thompson. Did he even get the name run for um, the Chooks? I'm going to have to pause again. Why are people bringing him in? He was good last week, though, wasn't he? All right, he's there. He's named on the wing, so I can understand it's You know, it's enough. It's a playable enough, I guess. You're not going to play him this week, though, but if he gets you your finances to do something else, great. In your team, fine. He's a warm body that's playing, and he's named on their wing. Number nine on the list was Harry Grant. Um, he got a nice friendly uh, line break assist try assist last week. He was owed it from the week before because he got jibbed the week before. Look, his average for the year is 76.2, which is exceptional in the hooker position. The last five weeks hasn't been as great from Harry. Um, 37, 66, 62, 57, 97. But last week it was a 97. Um, the more troops that Melbourne lose, the more that you know you can rely on Harry Grant to step up. So I, I can agree with it. Uh, and if you've got a trade to make in your hooker position, I think he's the guy for sure. Number 10. Oh, my goodness. Where's the sound effect, Dato? You need one here. You've got to find it. Number 10 on the list is Luke Keary, 2%. <laughs> the hell are you guys are you for real <laughs> three sound effects that's how i feel about that one look i did for a very a second only 
I was like, can you bring in Luke Keary? There's no great options in the halfback spot. He's been named now in the number six, which is better for him. Uh, and he scored a big ton last week, 101. Then I looked at his last five scores, 36, 12, 66, meh, 30, and 101. So that's one and a half good scores out of five. Good luck to you. <laughs> good luck to you if you bring him in. Look, it's, you know, people are going a pod move now. It, you, I, I think this is chasing points. It's chasing last week's points because you, if you get a 12 this week, I'm going to laugh my ass off at you. I'm going to mention you on the Sunday pod. All these people brought in Luke Keary and he scored a 12. Look, their matchup this week is against the North Queensland Cowboys, who's a pretty good defensive unit. I think the Chooks are warming up and I think it's a real ballsy move. But look, is it... Any riskier than uh, you know, Daily Cherry Evans? He's had three bad scores in a row, and you know, Luke Kerry scored a ton last week. I don't know. I think it's silly. You're chasing last week's points, and Luke—that's his one ton for the year. It's basically his one good score for the year. Um, but I do like the Chooks with him at six, and Sam Walker at the seven. I prefer Sam Walker personally. What did Sam? What did Sammy Walker do last week? Let's let's filter this thing and have a look at. Halfbacks. I know he wasn't. I didn't get a huge score last week, but he's kicking goals. And if you think that the Chooks are going to do well, I think you could be a bank on Sam Walker. His average for the year is six. Oh, he's three round average, sixty-eight point seventy-five round average is seventy-eight point one, seventy-eight point eight, and his actual average is fifty-nine. So he's just it was higher than bloody Luke Kearys. That's for sure. Let's have a look at him over his last five weeks: fifty, one thirty-eight, eighty-eight, fifty-nine, fifty-nine. That reads a lot better for me and I think I I mean I'm thinking about getting rid of Cleary I'm looking at the pedigree of Daily Cherry Evans despite his last three scores that are bad I'm actually considering Sean O'Sullivan from the Penrith Panthers who's been scoring very well scored well last week 71 points um you know and since he's been in the grade and getting games let's have a look at Sean O'Sullivan he has been uh 70 and 80, a 70 and a 71. And that's very good scoring for mine. Um, so he is someone, someone that tempts me and uh, Sam Walker is one that tempts me. And I'm on pedigree, you know, Daily Cherry Evans tempts me. But Luke Keary, you know, for a microsecond tempted me until I actually had a look at him. Um, that's the most traded uh, in players. Oh, I can get around most of those in there. Some of them, uh, you know, I'm, I don't know about personally. Um Let's have a look at the teams and oh, so let's have a look at the games and see who we like for sit and starts. Look, um, after last week, if you could probably sit, um, oh, you know, let's have a look at the that Melbourne edge that always leaks points. Maybe you want to take a punt on playing your Penrith Panthers. Oh, I um, I don't know if I can play Tor Otago and May. You might take your pick who you think could be on. Look up whichever edge is no good for Melbourne Storm and you can play that edge maybe. But um, I think Kikau is the guy. If Kikau plays, I think that they're going to get the ball out there because Kikau is a weapon and that you've got to get the ball to. And he'll offload and get it to Targo and Targo to May because he's he's the target over that way. The ball just didn't seem to get out there as much. Um, you know, it's at home for the Penrith Panthers. Um, I'd be tempted to sit I'm going to sit May uh, sitting tall feels dirty to me but he hasn't been um, outstanding you know tall you know and if I can I'm going to sit him and I'm probably going to play Targo because four out of his last five scores have been good um, over the other side Melbourne Storm you're obviously going to play your Munster you play your meanies if, and you play your Grants they're all plays I think um, 
for that game. Um, on to the New Zealand. You play all your if you if you you know if you're silly enough to own Warriors. You know, um, good luck to you, and you can play them. Um, over the other side, I think you'd play your Bulldogs as well. It is at Mount Smart Stadium, so it's an away game. Um, but if you had, you know, if you had your Carazes and yeah, I mean, a lot of people are going to be playing Max King this week. I think TBJ out of the team is probably bodes well for Max King, uh, and I don't think it's a, a matchup that you wouldn't play either of those teams or, or your players from those teams. Over to the Parramatta Eels versus the, uh, the um, Bunnies. You know, you're going to be... I've got IPAP, obviously, and Lane. I'm going to play them in this game. Um, it's going to be... You know, they're going to go at each other hammer and tongs, and I think there's going to be some points scored. Um, you know, they got the job done last week without Moses this week, but if Souths are up for this game, I think they can give them a real run um, in this game. And look, I'd, I'd be playing all my Eels, and I'd probably be playing all of my... Um, Rabbitohs, maybe with the exception of Cody Walker, but he, he's been good. Um, but I'd play Latrell, uh, I'd play my AJ, hoping for tries. I wouldn't play Tass probably um, in this one. Um, Murray, you know, your, your Cooks, you're going to play all of them as well. Um, over to the Roosters versus the North Queensland Cowboys. That's the SGG. I think you confidently play all your Roosters um, for sure at home. They, they do good work at the old SCG. Um, and over to the Cowboys. Um, you know, I think I'm going to play most of my Cowboys. I, I will play probably Robson, especially now with Granville out. Um, Lolo's my second front rower, so I'll probably f- maybe, you know, I'll think about Lolo versus Max King this week. Um, but I'm going to play Drinkwater. You know, I think it's a good matchup probably um, for the Chooks at home against the North Queensland Cowboys, who I haven't actually loved too much, but Drinkwater's tunned up basically the last two weeks, so I'm going to play him. Uh, You know, he can turn it on. Um, In this West Tigers versus the Sharks, you play your Sharks, and I think, you know, this week could be a good one. It's at Scully Park, which is neither a home ground for either of them, is it? Um, You know, I I could put a VC, you know, on Hines in that game if you really want to. Talakai and... Mulatalo, they're not getting any ball from Wade Graham, but this is what you owned them for. Um, look, if I was choosing between May up against the Melbourne Storm and Mulatalo up against the West Tigers, I'd probably pick Mulatalo. I don't know how confident I am in playing Talakai, you know, um, even against an easy matchup like the West Tigers, but maybe, you know, I sit tall this week, you know, against, oh, it depends if it's that Melbourne edge. I think they've stiffened it up, you know, with... Um, you know, bringing in some of the guys because the, they've got Grant Anderson out of there in that seven day. So, um, you know, I'll have to think about it. Um, but I, I'm going to definitely play um, probably Mulatalo again this week, probably, um, you know, Nico Hines. If you're a McInnes owner, back to the bench will be a bit disappointing, I guess, with Finucane starting. Um, and I don't know, maybe he's a candidate for sit. Would you, can you sit McInnes? He'll still score you 60 points, won't he? Um, your Broncos against the Knights at Suncorp play all of them, even Stags. Play Stags this week. I'm recommending it. He's going to... I reckon Stags is going to go 85 plus this week. Um, Raiders versus the St. George Dragons. Do we own Raiders? Tuppity. And he's out. Um, maybe some people own Elliot and that. Play them. They'll be fine to play. Uh, and over to the Gold Coast Titans versus your Manly Seagulls. I'm going to keep playing David Fafita. It gives me the shits playing him because they don't have any plays other than a decoy for David Fafita. Let's have a look at his last five weeks. It's been a 49, a 75, a 69, a 49, and a 57. You know, and it's a 57 and he does nothing. You know, we need a try. Give him the ball. Let him score a try. Um, But he's probably the only one that anyone owns, aren't they? 
you know, um, from the Gold Coast Titans. And I'd be playing all my manly guys. Um, I think, you know, we saw on the most sold list cooler, I'd probably be, if I didn't need to trade him, I'd hold him and maybe even play him. Garrick is probably a good captain option for the week. DCE, if you've got the guts. But, I mean, three bad games in a row. I'll be playing Homoli and hopefully, hopefully he doesn't get taken off with 10 minutes to go. Captains and vice-captains. Look, I'm not going to VC in the Penrith game versus the Melbourne Storm. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit superstitious, and the old Thursday games have been bludgers. Although it was, it was a Thursday name game last week with Munster, wasn't it? Um, or was that the Friday? I don't know. It's too far ago. I can't remember. But I'm going to probably hold off on a VC there. I don't mind a VC took um, at the SCG. I think they grow a leg at the SCG. And I really think the North Queensland Cowboys, whilst they've been okay, I don't think they've been as great. And I think the Chooks are warming up. But I really like a VC, uh, you know, in the Sharks game. You could obviously, I think Nico Hines will probably be the highest captain of the week. And someone will probably take a speculative on one of those earlier games. That's obviously a Saturday game. Um, but for me, I like um, the Broncos. If you've got a... Oh, who, who are you going to have from the Broncos? A-Ray, probably. Uh, I don't think there's anyone else in there that's really captainable. Hass, um, but I wouldn't. He hasn't got the ceiling. Um, you know, so I think they're plays, but I really think that the Manly versus Gold Coast, even though it's at Seabus, um, I like a Garrick um, personally as a captain. So for me, it might be um, Nico Hines into a Garrick, or maybe I'll take a flutter on Teddy as a VC into a Heinz captain. I think that'll be a popular choice for people this week. Um, thanks very much for listening, guys. TLT, good luck in your round. Um, you know, it's the second week of head-to-head finals. If you were lucky, you get the week off, so you can just relax this week. i got a bit of... Most of them I've got the week off, and I've got three sort of, I think... Um, do or dies to play in. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to play it silly and, and you know, I'm going to try my best to win it. I could, you know, bust a trade. I've still got Cleary sitting there, but I, I think saving trades for the final when they're all do or die is the way to go if you're a head-to-head player. Uh, Overall-wise, I'm tracking pretty nicely. I'd like to get into the top 100, but good luck, guys, this week. We'll talk again on Sunday. gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you by now you should have somehow realized what you gotta do i don't believe that anybody feels the way i do about you now backbeat the word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had a doubt. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. And all the roads we have to walk are winding.